welcome to another episode of the CyberHuddle Podcast. I'm Frank, your host, and with me is my co-host, Star Duran. Hey, Star, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so to kind of get things started, uh, this topic is kind of, uh, to me, it's important because, uh, you know, we're, there's always this thing about certification that's been going around within, this, uh, within cybersecurity and cyber community. So we're going to go through a, a little bit of a deep dive with IT uh, certifications and cybersecurity certifications. So first things first, what is a certification? And so certifications are basically a way to validate um, that you know that you've been tested and someone has taken ownership that says you know how to do something. So you get usually like a, a badge on LinkedIn or you'll get a badge from the uh, certifying organization. Um, so it's kind of important to um, to make sure that the organization that you get a certification when is someone that is reputable. It's kind of like going to college, you know, make sure that they're um, they have the accreditations that they need. So to, to kind of start off here, so why a certification is important? Kind of, I kind of answered that already. Certifications are important because it validates that you you have been tested that on a certain topic, and now you are expected to know that topic, right? So I will tell you that is not always the case. Um, you can have a certification and not know how to do any of those tasks. Star, do you think do you disagree with that statement? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Um, actually, I, I agree fully with that. Okay, so that's why it's important to you know pick the certifications that you are gonna pick, stay in the path, um, and and that way you can kind of you know progress appropriately. Um, I know quite a few people that have like very high level certifications and just cannot accomplish the task. So it kind of like undermines the accreditation of those certifications. So moving forward into that, so what to consider with certifications? Um, what do you think we should consider STAR for certifications? Well, definitely you want to consider what you're trying to learn, first of all. what What is the certification teaching you? What is it that you wanna do for your job role? But you also have to consider the vendor that you're getting the certification from. You kind of mentioned that when you talked about, you know, considering universities and colleges and stuff, but also about the examination process itself is um, something important to consider. Is it more theoretical? Is it is it uh, a practical exam? Things like that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm kind of glad you, you talked about that because there's, you know, several parts to uh, certifications. It's actually a topic I was going to discuss further on, but since Star led us into it, I'll go ahead and continue on. Certifications, there's, there's basically two parts to certification, right? So some certifications are basically knowledge-based questions, um, and some of them are hands-on, where you have to actually do a task. Um, I know with the CompTIA certifications, there's a few task-based questions, but there are some certifications that are purely hands-on, like OSCP is a good example of that one. Um, most of the certifications I've taken are are mostly knowledge based questions, or um, they you kind of they give you like a, a scenario and you kind of gotta pick the best solution. But uh, when picking a certification, you need to figure out: are you going for technical, or are you going for like a management level? Um, and that's kind of really how they're broken down into. Um, you'll see the technical side of it. So the technical side would be like you know your your N plus your A your security plus your you know SANS four hundred one SANS five hundred one um, CCNA you know those those types of tasks and then your management ones are going to be more like your you know uh, 
Project Plus, um, CISSP, those type of certifications are more of a management level type type thing. And, and it really boils down to what it is you're going to try and do. So I would recommend having a mixture of both because it's kind of good to have a technical understanding of how something works and then have the management level to do it. Um, I think that's important because at some point, you know, technical or management, you got to start somewhere and you're probably going to start in the technical realm. And as you progress through your career, you'll move into a management role. Um, one thing, so started to mention about vendors. So again, vendors, the vendor is important. Um, kind of. So I will say kind of. Um, the vendor is important strictly because, you know, some, some vendors have more credibility than others. So for example, the GIAC is the one that does the SAN certification. So they have a lot of, um, a lot of weight, a lot of influence, you know, uh, ISC squared, they also have a lot of credibility. Uh, CompTIA has got a lot of credibility. So it's one of those, you've got to make sure you pick the right vendor. There are, and make sure it's a certification that is like honored by everybody. Um, I know there's, there are some certifications you can pay for that are not recognized by other organizations, right? Uh, so it's kind of important to make sure you pick the certifications. Uh, I know Star, you just finished your um, A plus, and now you're getting ready to go into N plus, correct? Mm -hmm. So, yes. so that was was that strictly done through your um, your college, or how, how did that? No, that was separate. So I had actually purchased um, a Udemy course online to prepare for the A plus certification, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing I'm doing for the Network Plus as well. Okay, so you paid for them out of pocket. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, that's that, and that's you know that's that's a method. Um, the other method is you know there are some uh, some academia institutes like uh, Western Governor University that will provide you the vouchers to take the certification. So again, it's really important um, on what it is you're gonna what it is you're gonna try and do. So how to choose your certification? So choosing your certification, you need to do two things. Uh, pay attention to the training that's provided and then paying attention to the examination process. When choosing your certification, there's two things to pay attention to, the training that's provided in the examination process. So the one thing I will say, and I've probably said this before, is I really don't care about the certification. Can you actually do the task? And with that being said, you know, uh, the certifications – the training, is it hands-on? Are you actually learning something? And then the examination, are we actually testing um, that you can actually do those skills? So I am i don't necessarily agree with knowledge-based testing because it can be, um, I mean, let's let's just call it what it is. There are people who will do, just get test dumps and just study the test dumps, uh, which really doesn't, doesn't validate anything. I think the certifications that apply, that you actually have to apply what you've learned, I think those are the ones that are really, really important. Um, so pick the certs that you want to. Now, uh, I, might have, I might have mentioned this before. Uh, my, my mind is very fuzzy nowadays. But start from the beginning, n novice certification, if you will, um, to kind of build yourself up. Because certifications can be hard. It can be over, uh, overwhelming. So, you know, CompTIA and SANS both have really good um, IT certification maps that kind of tell you, like, what's the route to take. Um, but, again, choose... Start with the basic ones because it's going to build you up. It's going to give you that confidence so that we can take the next certification. Um, and if you do fail a certification, it's not the end of the world. You know, just figure out what it is that you didn't understand and then 
study for it and then retake the exam. There's nothing wrong with having to retake an exam. And then, like I said, the other thing was to pay attention for was the um, examination process. So with the examination process, like, you know, is it hands-on? Am I taking a practical test? Is it just knowledge-based? Hack the Box does actually do this pretty well. So what they do is they're, they're, um, they have two certification uh, exams. One's a, a bug bounty, um, junior bug bounty certification. The other one is a, a, a pen tester certification. And so the entire certification is hands-on. Um, OSCP does the same thing. OSCP, you have to do, it's all hands-on. So again, it, it's one of those you act, you are actually demonstrating to the to the vendor that you actually know what it is you're doing and, and, and uh, accomplishing all those tasks. So moving on, how to study. So I'm going to let Star kind of go with this one. How did you study for your A+, and how are you studying for your N+. Yeah, so I think um, when it comes to studying, you have to have a good understanding of how you learn best. I've mentioned that I use Udemy, but what I like about Udemy is that like there's videos and things. I'm not just sitting there reading. I think I've probably expressed my frustration to you a couple of times about my SQL class because it's it's all reading. It's just chapters and chapters of reading. And then we go right into like a lab simulation that I'm supposed to kind of know how to do and turn in as a project. And um I don't learn from just reading. I have to see videos. I have to get a little hands-on practice. So I think when it comes to certification preparation, that's that's one of the key things is know how you learn best and then study that way. And especially if you said, if, if you have an examination that's going to be hands-on, then you need to be studying hands-on. There's no question about it. You have to get your your hands-on skills to pass that exam. Yeah, and, and so one thing I will caution you on when you're studying for your certification exams is to um, uh, don't oversaturate yourself with knowledge. Um, and what I mean by that is that you can really quickly overwhelm yourself when you start pulling resources from multiple locations. So um, I had a friend of mine who was studying for the CCNA, and um, they were pulling in all kinds of data. And so at the end of the day, you can pull in all the data you want, but you're going to have to filter that data. So find whatever training solution you find, like find the right, um, find the, the one that's, that will work best for you. Um, go through that, that training. Um, there's definitely several like uh, pre-tests that you can take that kind of like can simulate what you're going to see, um, not a test dump. And make sure that you actually understand the content and everyone learns differently. Like I learn better hands-on. Um, I learn better watching a video. I, I do not learn by reading. Reading is very boring to me. You want to put me down for a nap, make me read something. <laughs> I'll definitely go to sleep. So again, it's important to, to study um, whatever works best for you. Um, take notes. I think notes are really, really important. Granted you can't, most tests you can't use notes on the test, but um you write through repetitive. So I know uh, one of the things was SANS, right? So I remember taking SANS exams and you'd have to write your, you'd have to write out your index uh, for the test. And so uh, what I learned about the index was, is so the index is a way for me to go back and find an answer uh, quickly, right? That's the one thing it does. But two, as I'm writing my index, I'm forced to go through the material. So it's not just writing an index. And as I'm going through the material and I'm writing my index, I'm actually retaining the information because now I'm reading it, I'm writing it, um, and I have it ready for, for, the, for the exam. So 
I think that's really, really important uh, to really look at. So again, go through your um, through your processes um, and see what it is that works best for you. So last thing I'm gonna kind of lead you all with is certifications versus degrees. Um, so me and Star were actually going through her uh, her outline of her um, college degree, right? And so we're we're kind of learning something here. Um, not every academia or every university is is the same it's just like you know in in the military not all commissioning sources are the same so rtc um ocs and, and west point um so they all do different things and so as we're going through um stars content actually you can kind of tell us about it and, and um yeah, so um, going through some of the and and here's the thing is I don't I don't fully know I'm not in those classes yet but like reading the outlines and looking through the courses and um, the ones that I've taken so far have not had a ton of hands on practical um, content for me um, so I am hoping that further in maybe it'll surprise me and that I'll get my hands on a little bit more but a lot of it so far has been um, all theoretical based so. And, and that's kind of the thing, right? Um, I think in some of the courses I took from my college courses, they were not technical at all. They were very mm. um, theory and opinion. Uh, everything was my opinion or my interpretation of something. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really important to, you've got to have something else to reinforce. From what I've seen, you're going to have to have something to reinforce those, those degrees, right? So then that's where the certifications come into play. So there's, to me, there's, there's three parts to all of this. There's degrees, certifications, and then experience. So degrees and certifications, we can kind of fix on our own. Right. And that means, you know, we can go to college community. It doesn't have to be a you know, four year college, but it can be a two year college. Um, and then, you know, get a degree and then you can go get your certifications. But those two alone to me, don't do anything without experience. And so, this is kind of where we fixed our um, our our shortage of IT and cybersecurity professionals is by let's promote um, those that are experienced to make room for those that are not experienced because they've got to get experience somewhere, and that's where I think people need to kind of take a chance. Is like, you know, look at what they've done, look at how they perform. Um, how they performed, you know, through academia, how they've performed on the certifications, and then let's move forward and get them into those spots so that way they can get the experience. Because, you know, I see a lot of organizations try and, uh, you know, they don't hire people because they're like, you know, you need eight years of experience for an entry level position. Well, that's not entry level in my opinion. That's like, uh, mm. that that that's more more advanced than than entry level, and you're not going to get that anywhere unless you're you know, doing a job that someone, like I said, someone's got to take a chance on you to bring you in. So I recommend you got to, you got to really get all three. I know my company is starting to work on that where we're starting to get people experience um, and pulling them off the streets and we will, we will teach them our way um, just because it's a lot easier that way. I think, I think that's the only way you're going to, I call it the, um, I'm actually in the middle of writing an article right now. Um, it says, why have a rice bowl? The title is, why have a rice bowl when you can have the rice maker? Um, so I can, with a rice maker, I can create, a, create an endless supply of rice, right? If I just have a bowl, I have my bowl of rice and that's it. And guess what? 
um, in the industry, everyone, every company has their own bowl of rice, and we're all stealing each other's rice because we're not generating enough. So um, I will stick with the maker, and uh, I can have all the rice, all the rice to my to my heart's content. So, Star, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, no, that's that's a great point, and um, that's why I feel very lucky that I actually met you, and I have uh, an internship because that that is the key piece of it. I think everybody wants to ask the million dollar question: um, Do I need a degree or certifications? Like, which is more important? But in reality, I think I think it is all three, with um, experience being absolutely critical. Um, and unfortunately, I know it's not necessarily feasible to have all three, or at least right in the beginning. And that's why it's, you know, it's a highly personal decision. Um, you have like time, energy, finances, everything kind of plays into it. Um, but if you can, if you can, I would definitely still recommend getting the degree, getting certifications that are based on your specific job roles that you're looking to do um, and absolutely network with people and get out there and try to find an internship or something to get that hands-on experience. No, definitely. I agree with that 100%. And to be honest, honest with you, Star, like uh, when you when you asked me for an internship, um, I wasn't looking for an intern. So um, I was like, yeah. let me see how I can use this. And so... I think it's worked out really well. I think you've had a lot of experience, especially as a as a cybersecurity researcher, um, and I've definitely gotten value out of it. I think mm -hmm. you've gotten value out of it. Um, so I think it has worked out. It just business owners need to take a chance. The cybersecurity mm -hmm. firms need to take a chance um, when when dealing with you know getting people into the space. So um, again, there there are two um, actually there are two maps that I'll share um, in the uh, the captions below the podcast on Spotify. Uh, but there is one more thing I do want to capture here. So there was, and I just came across it yesterday. I didn't know it existed. Um, there's this guy, pauljeremy.com. And he has like, if you're going to go certifications, he's got the certification roadmap. Um, and it basically breaks it down by, um, you know, beginner, intermediate, expert, and it's got, you know, everything. It's I think it's got every every uh, certification you could possibly get. So OSCP, CCP, it's got GSEC, uh, SSCP, Security Plus, it's got everything in here. And so what's really neat about this is as you, and he just updated it in August, you can actually click on each of these certifications and see how much the exams are. So like, for example, the InfoSec Institute Certified Computer Forensics Examiner is a $4,599 exam and the course is required. And then if you click on it, it'll take you to the website. So um, I will also share this link on the bottom as well, but I think it's a really good uh, kind of way to uh, see the different types of certifications that are out there and, and what you want to accomplish. Um, so without... Uh, wasting any more time we're going to go ahead and end this episode of the podcast um stay tuned for our next episode as we talk about cybersecurity foundations and what to really um start learning especially if you're going to be a self-taught person so uh thanks again and we will talk to you later have a good rest of the day star you too